She likes a podcast where you listen to this about talk about life, news, and anything interesting. Welcome back everyone to a new episode of the Chillax Podcast. I hope all of you are doing well. Today I'm going to be talking about how it was like playing competitive sports in secondary school. If you all remember in secondary school, I think in the first couple months of Sec 1, the school will hold a CCA fair where all the CCAs will recruit new members. All the CCAs get a booth and then Sec 1 students will walk around the fair talking to different CCA members, understanding what the CCA is about. I remember it was quite eventful. There were live performances like ballet dance, NPCC rival drills, and the band performances. They all seem very very cool because they are all like performative kind of CCA, especially band performance because band they always play those very cool trendy songs and we all knew about those songs, right? And for that moment, they really mesmerize everyone. But then once you join your own CCA and you see these band people training and you realize it was terrible man, they were training after school and there are a lot of things to train for. They were training marching and they were training these musical instruments, right? So it's a two thing, it's a, it's a two type of thing where you have to train both and then you have to march under the hot sun. It was absolutely horrendous and of course maybe for that one moment they seem very cool but overall it just seems pretty sad as compared to a competitive sport kind of situation where in the band performance you are training with people but you're still training alone because it's not really a the only coordination part the only team part was when everybody kind of performed together in a orchestra right but all the training sessions before that is very much solo where you have to practice your own instrument whereas you look at your competitive sports like volleyball basketball their training is all very much coordinated everything is done together so it was a lot more social a lot more fun that's why i think the band performance it seems cool at the start but afterwards it just kind of loses its appeal because of all these training sessions i can't remember why i chose my ccas i was with my friends and i think we all just decided to enroll in volleyball because there was no basketball so the next best option was volleyball because it was a team sport and i think race might have played a part in it too like racial background social economic background volleyball was all Chinese, very similar to your basketball as well. And also the background is also very similar where everyone spoke Chinese. Our typical Abings and Aliens, people from the neighborhood, very much Chinese speaking only. Volleyball was for sure one of the most eventful CCAs, even though we don't have the performative aspect of it. We have three trainings in a week, which is the highest out of all the CCAs, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, all burned. Saturday burn man, what the heck. <laughs> it was a bit much considering other CCAs was once a week or the most was two times a week like your NPCC and your band. And I burned so many evenings and weekends. Um, did I really regret it? Did I, did I hated it? I mean, at the start, I really hated it because it was eating into my cartoon time. I mean, as a kid, right? You, you, you came as a primary school kid to a secondary school and you still watch your Saturday cartoons. So it was kind of a bit sad to not be able to watch your cartoons on Saturday. But now I'm kind of a adult now, I guess, a bigger boy. Eventually, I don't really watch this cartoon anymore. But Burning Away Saturdays was just terrible. But at least we get to enjoy it with our friends. All my friends was in volleyball and it was very much a hangout every time. And the frequency was also indicative that it was a legitimate school team. Competitive sport kind of situation where we will get excused from classes to travel to another school to compete. So that was probably the coolest part because everybody is having class, ha attending lessons. Then midway through the class, you get to say, hey, I cannot attend class. I get to go somewhere else and 
play sports i get to skip classes and this is legit and the school authorize it whereas you are not the the are being there just drop out of classes right and you get punished for it this is a legitimate reason and everybody just there and you like wow so cool yeah you can avoid avoid classes the good thing about this was that we managed to avoid a lot of the cooking classes i remember there was dnt which is the design and technical one and then there's another one that is the cooking classes so the cooking classes was the one that i hated it the most the teacher was i don't know very particular about us bring our ingredients bring a lot of items the teacher will scold people when they don't bring when they forget to bring their own ingredients and, and the container or whatever it is i don't really remember clearly i think they provided ingredients but it was just the items the instruments that we need to bring to do all this cooking and i didn't really like cooking that much so being able to skip those classes and at the end of the day we couldn't attend some of the exams and the school invited us like a i don't know they struck out the the course grade so we didn't fail and we didn't pass they just kind of struck it out so that was pretty good because we didn't have to attend class and we didn't have to go through exams so that was amazing as far as the competition goes our boys team were not that good we lacked discipline and we always got trash meanwhile our seniors were a lot more hardworking and they won competitions I always think about what was the cause of us not being disciplined and hardworking. Was it an environment thing where everyone was lazy? I feel it was. We just didn't care enough. We cared more about having fun and slacking. Even though we were pretty slack, but by no means uh, the CCA was slack at all. We had physical trainings comparable to the army training. It definitely prepped me for army trainings for sure. Where you do a lot of intense workouts and as juniors there were hazings as well where we get punished and we were forced to do even more workouts and like what i mentioned the environment was very much a chinese speaking uh, being kind of environment including the coach you know speaking to the coach i learned that the older generation was a lot more serious in the sense where there were legitimate outings and there were fights happening after competition so when you go to competition if you smack the ball then the ball hit the person's face or hit him in some way or another then you act like oh you're very zai like that very cool very powerful then they see you they're not happy then after the competition they will go to the toilet because you need to go to the toilet to change out right change out your sweaty clothes then that's where all the fights happen and physical assaults was fairly common but i think by the time they reached our era right there were still such things happening here and there but it's not so serious anymore my coach was kind of insane too since he has all these stories to share right and when he gets angry it was absolutely crazy i mean i have a father that has anger management problems and to say that the coach is insane is quite a high bar to hit for sure i was surprised when we got our first scolding i was really taken aback when when he scolded us for the first time he absolutely went mental ballistic he just screamed like man i never hear somebody scream so crazy before and he just threw chairs at us like he just couldn't stand it anymore because we were so lazy and we were just slacking all these things seems pretty bad i mean when you hear it, it seems horrible all this hazing all this crazy shouting all this painful physical training but all of it created memorable experiences that i'll never forget which was nice the camps were very very fun every holiday we had camps where we trained and had barbecue together our school surprisingly had a barbecue pit i'm not quite sure whether other secondary school had a barbecue pit but we had one and then the boys brigade will use it our school i mean my volleyball team will also use it npcc will use it ncc will use it too so that was nice it was a good place to bond over and sometimes you know there was a, a couple of camps where we actually run all the way to the nearby park 
to have a barbecue there which was nice they kind of call it part physical training and parts uh i don't know bonding dinner or something because you are training by running from the school all the way to the park and then afterwards you are bonding together by eating barbecue food and speaking about barbecue it kind of reminded me of the older times right when you were in secondary school when you were young if you are about my age late 20s or even early 20s barbecue at the resort world not resort world centers ah, it's the downtown resort or something it was pretty common right people all these youngsters secondary school students would get a chalet and then you'll do all your barbecuing thing but now it doesn't seem that popular anymore maybe it's just me i don't really hear people say hey let's go barbecue because you can go eat high tilao right or you can eat other kind of barbecue food instead of just going down to the barbecue pit and you know spending so much time setting up the fire and the food might not be as clean as as you think it is i'm not quite sure about it and the food is always not cooked and it takes a lot of time to cook all this food so during those camps besides the barbecuing we also invited other schools to come to our school for friendly matches and it was fun seeing other schools because all the time you are just very much cooked up in your own school right you are playing against your own players you are studying in your own school as well you see your own students or your peers but then it was fun seeing other schools from other regions of singapore and as young boys we were like wow the other school girls are pretty and then our girls team also did the same thing oh the other school guys were very handsome too and there were inter-school dating as well which was fascinating right <laughs> to, to watch usually the more attractive guy or girl and the ones that were very good players got into a relationship very easily and i was neither attractive nor good at playing the game i was skinny and weak but i was tall so by default i was part of the school team because not everyone is as tall as me being in the school team was nice at least i got to play as compared to my other friends that were not as physically gifted as i am where they couldn't play at all they had to sit at the sidelines i was able to play every single time but i think i just didn't really appreciate or cherish those opportunities as much i took it for granted and i was a terrible player and i was very weak my main purpose in the team was just to go there and block all the balls because i can't smash high enough right so i just stood there and blocked people that's all and it was only in the final year of secondary school where i kind of hit a growth spurt and i got a lot stronger but then it was a bit too late really because it was final year of secondary school we had one last competition before we got released to focus on o levels i didn't have much chance to leverage on my newfound strength to win games for my team and i was pretty lazy too so i still suck but it was interesting to see when everybody you know reacted to me being able to smash the ball very hard throughout the entire first three years i couldn't smash the ball very hard it was very weak then all of a sudden i i didn't even realize i could smash the ball so hard and then everybody just stood there and oh stunned like vegetable they don't even know what is going on why why it become so strong all of a sudden but it was too late really the coach even commented like ah oh, you now then smash so hard now you're going to do your o levels really too late man too late you can't do anything the good thing about the growth spurt was that it got me the most improved player award which was nice however i didn't feel that i earned the award at the time it was nice to receive an award i felt proud and happy looking back i don't really feel proud at all because i didn't put in any effort in improving myself just like my PSLE. i didn't put in effort and i feel that i got kind of lucky being able to score 189 and just barely passing the express cutoff point o levels too i did put in some effort 
but not enough for me to feel I earned my good grades. I feel that I still got pretty lucky at the end of the day, even though I got into the top 20%, I still feel that, you know, I mean, I got put in some effort. I got go for all the remedial trainings. I got go and hang out and do all the group study session. But I feel that I wasn't studying as much as I compare it to final year poly or university where I was legit concentrating. I was disciplined. I was really studying like crazy. I just felt that I didn't really put in as much effort at all and I didn't really deserve the good grades. Perhaps it's a lack of confidence. I think that's why I constantly seek out projects to work on like the podcast, the YouTube channel and last time in poly I had a blog too to constantly prove to myself that I can put in effort, I can work hard and I can be committed to something and I can get results out of it. So I think this podcast and this YouTube channel is kind of like a last ditch effort to resolve this, this, I don't know, this issue in my head, this lack of confidence that I can work on this project, I can stick to it and I can stick to it until I get results, I can keep improving on it. And when the day I get the results I want, I hopefully it will resolve my issue, but I don't think so. I don't think it will ever happen. Just like everybody mentioned before, like it's similar to those situations where, oh, once you get money, everything will be solved, right? No, it doesn't work that way, right? You still go through the regular human emotional problems and money as much as it solves a lot of things, it, it wouldn't be able to satisfy those psychological stuff. So overall, I'm not sure whether the CCA has shaped me significantly. I can't tell from introspection. Maybe it made me more resilient to hardship. But I feel that I constantly avoid hardship now. And I also constantly avoid pain. Maybe it made me realize I have a confidence issue and that's why I'm doing all these projects. Now that I spoke about this and I realize it, yeah, I make lifelong friends. I made one friend which was nice. But we don't meet up as much because our current life is so different. We went a different path even though we went into the same express stream, same class, took the same O-levels. But then we went on a different education route, right? He didn't score that well for O levels. So he went to a lousy, okay, I, would, I shouldn't be saying lousy, a not so good or a poly course with a high cut point where everyone around you just didn't care about studying. So he went to those uh, poly courses where everybody went into and then he got distracted by all his friends. They were all very concerned with clubbing, having fun, dating, social life and all these things. Whereas I went into a low-cal point poly course where everybody who went there were much, much, much better than me. They spoke good English, they wrote well, they can articulate themselves, they can think critically. I can't do any of those things. So it kind of forced me to adapt and become better. And none of those people there club at all, which was pretty surprising. Everybody there was very liberal. Um, they wanted to make an impact in people's life. So that kind of shaped me to some extent. I suppose it wasn't a cause thing where the education is of low quality, but it's more of the environment, I, I would say, come to think of it. We still meet once in a year or once in every two years. We can still have long conversations because we came from a similar background. That friend definitely helped me in secondary school. He made me feel less lonely because I knew that he had family problems too. Same set of parental problems, parents that sucks, and his life sucks like mine. That was comforting to know. And my secondary school was very fun because we got to hang out together 
and the group of friends that we are all in kind of in the same situation as well so we hang out a lot at void decks chill the typical neighborhood kind of experience now that i think of it i think it had improved my social skills for sure knowing that i'm am still an awkward introvert but it was a blessing i guess to have gone through these experiences that put me in contact with people a lot of people and i had to learn how to operate in a team interact with different people learn what was good behavior and learn what was antisocial behavior perhaps all these things had shaped me and made me who i am today where i'm able to build relationships very easily i'm seen as genuine that's what people told me and in uni i was able to be friends with everyone very easily while not being the type of social butterfly network kind of person where hey let's be friends let's be friends i want to make use of you or i just want to make a lot of friends and not create any kind of good relationship or tangible deep relationship i was a more quiet kind of person but for some reason i was able to build a lot of good relationships everybody kind of knew me i was able to build relationship with the school teachers i was able to build relationships with all my peers and that was very surprising isn't it and now that i'm reflecting on this maybe this cca thing might have affected me provided a lot of these social interactions that kind of shaped me to who i am today even though i'm still awkward and introvert i was able to build out these social skills so that was nice reflecting on all these things kind of realize um, this has impacted me to some extent and it's good because i always wondered how i did what i did how i was able to build so many friendships because i don't really understand i don't actively go out and say hi to people i actually actively avoid people and i'm not those social butterfly that goes out of their way to say hi to everyone to actively engage in conversation so i'm not too sure about that that's why i the entire time right near end of uni i just keep on asking lecturers asking friends at work i'll ask people why is this happening i don't even understand why is this i mean it's a good thing for sure i'm building a lot of relationships very quickly and very easily but i need to know how it works right how i'm making it work if i can know how it works then for sure i can activate it whenever i want it to be and i just don't understand and i think this cca reflection kind of answered part of the question right where is through all these experiences i was able to build up all this um i don't know imaginary social skills i guess where sub subconsciously it might have been applied in my daily conversation i was able to appear as genuine eager earnest and whatever it is and maybe i don't need to figure out how to proactively activate this skill it is just it what it is it is just my personality now and if i just keep being myself i will be able to build relationships by nature and that's the end of the podcast i hope all of you have enjoyed it i hope that you know this kind of evokes some past memories that you had in your cca if you are an ex-competitive sports player you will feel you know very reminiscent and if you're not a competitive sports player and hopefully this gives you kind of a experience of what i've gone through and i'm quite sure a lot of people are interested in competitive sports when i spoke to my friends that were from boys brigade or npcc they all always look at the competitive sports the volleyball team like oh it's so cool so fun and they really wanted to join as well if you were in those other ccas and you were interested in it hopefully this kind of gives you an answer on how the experience was like and yeah that's it if you have enjoyed this podcast you can consider going to patreon.com slash chillax podcast to support the podcast p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash chillax podcast so for as low as two dollars which is your typical 
cup of taping, you can support this podcast and you can get additional episodes as part of my gratitude. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and I will see you guys next week.